the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. So I've been talking for the last half hour about this story in The Intercept about the effort at the federal level, at the administrative level, Homeland Security, FBI, CIA, to insist upon having a cozy relationship with social media platforms, big tech, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, to censor information. Why is that dangerous? Why is that dangerous? Because if a government can silence its critics then that government can do anything it wants to to its people. Did that go well in Hitler's Germany? Did that go well in Stalin or Lenin's Russia? Did that go well in Mao's China? Did that go well in Castro's Cuba? No. And it will not go well here. That'll never happen here. I wouldn't bet on it. I wouldn't bet on it. We're going down that slope when... Government engages in censorship in violation of our Constitution by partnering with big tech to, they've already kept the details of the Hunter Biden story. It wasn't, it was like, just throw the information out there and let the American people decide. Do you think, I mean, you know, okay, you can go on TV and say, ah, it's Russian disinformation. They didn't want to take the chance on that, or they didn't want to take the chance on You know, uh, isn't it odd that the COVID virus came out of Wuhan, China, and they have the Wuhan Institute of Virology, and American tax dollars were used to fund research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology? You couldn't even say that. You couldn't even say that. You couldn't say, "I I don't think masks work. You know, I have questions about the vaccine. You couldn't say that either. And now everything that they use to silence people, to to fire people from their jobs. They, I saw a video the other day. They arrested a guy on a paddleboard off the coast of a Los Angeles beach with no one else in the picture because, well, we have lockdowns in California and you're not allowed to do that. How many amendments to our Constitution were violated just on COVID? You couldn't criticize them. That's a violation of free speech. You couldn't go to church. They closed churches. That's the government telling you you can't worship. We, that's not allowed by our Constitution. The Fifth Amendment gives you property rights. You had a business. You owned a bar. Did they tell you when you had to close it? Did they tell you you couldn't open it? That's a violation of our Constitution. We have, the, we have the freedom in our country to petition our government to meet, to 
assemble. We have the freedom of assembly. Did we have the freedom of assembly during COVID? No. Another violation of our Constitution. You know, we have, do you know that you have the right, the Seventh Amendment, you have the right to a jury trial for anything with a value over $25, a right to a jury trial. Was that kept in place during COVID? No, it was not. We have the right in this country to not be subjected to warrantless searches. Remember the videos of people, cops going into churches? Hey, you got to shut down. You got to shut down. They're barging their way in to private residences. You got too many cars parked out here. What are you having a party? You're not allowed to have a party. All that was a violation. And they want to use and did use tech platforms to enforce it. And they want to tell us that the midterm election is about Republicans being a threat to our Constitution and to our republic. I went back in the audio wayback machine here when Elon Musk first floated the idea of taking over Twitter. This is all coming out now, by the way, because Elon Musk is releasing internal documents at Twitter that shows how in bed they were with the government. So that's why they hated the idea of Elon Musk buying Twitter all along. I don't even know what this clip says, but I have it in my system as media freakout over Musk. So I bet it's pretty representative of the attitude that they are working absolutely hard to keep hidden from us. It is not enough for the richest man in the world to try to replace agencies like NASA and send people to near space. He also wants to control what he calls the town square. I don't think anyone disagrees it should be a free and open uh, debate or, or platform, mm-hmm. but I mean, should it be a pl- necessarily a font for misinformation? Elon Musk buying Twitter says a lot about the priorities of people at the highest levels making decisions that could affect the fate of the planet. Joy Reid, Don Lemon, Rachel Maddow. All three shills for the U.S. government's position under the guise of, uh-oh, if Elon Musk gets this, you won't be able to say whatever you want to say. All of this. This will be interesting. Here's a quote from Jim Jordan on April the 27th. The left, the left doesn't want you to speak. If you don't agree with them, you're not allowed to talk. And if you try, they're going to attack you. They're going to try to cancel you. That all changes today with Elon Musk now owning Twitter. Pretty spot on. Pretty spot on by the congressman from St. Paris. Okay, so back to the stories that they wanted to censor. DHS, Homeland Security Review. They outlined several stories where misinformation had to be closely monitored, and they had to use their back-channel portal to social media to keep these stories out of the news. Now, again, these stories, free and open discourse on these topics, were deemed by our government to be a threat to the future of our country. The origins of the COVID-19 pandemic. It came from where we said it came from. Don't ask any questions about where it came from. The effectiveness of COVID-19 vaccines. Shut up and take your shot. You're not allowed to ask about the data. You're not allowed to see the data. You're not allowed to ask any questions. Okay, that person dropped dead and they were perfectly healthy before they got the vaccine. You're not allowed to ask any questions. Shut up. Take the vaccine. Take a booster. Here, have a second booster. Racial justice? Racial justice. You couldn't say, wait a minute. Justice doesn't need an adjective. Justice with an adjective is probably not justice. Couldn't say that. U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan. You couldn't, you couldn't ask questions about whether there might be a better way 
to withdraw from Afghanistan other than the way that got 13 American service personnel blown up at a gate in Kabul as opposed to the secure facility that we had 50 miles away that we abandoned? They wanted to keep you from talking about that. Again, this is on the list of things from the Department of Homeland Security that they wanted big tech to help them silence discussion on. And the nature of U.S. support to Ukraine. It's hundreds of billions of dollars of U.S. tax money. What do you mean you think you have a right to weigh in on whether that's a good decision for us to send it over there or not? Here's a quote from the report. The challenge is particularly acute in marginalized communities, which are often the targets of false or misleading information, such as false information on voting procedures targeting people of color. Translation, if we allow people in the inner city to see both sides of an issue, they might disagree with us. In other words, we think they are too dumb to make up their own mind. Who's racist? Who's racist? That's just sick. That's just sick. The challenge is particularly acute in marginalized communities, which are often the targets of false or misleading information. Who's patriarchal with that attitude? And I was going to ask you, define marginalized neighborhoods. Well, they're going to define that as Hilltop Linden, any place where BIPOC people exist. That's what they're saying. My goodness. We'll tell you what you need to know, and you trust us to tell you what you need to know. False information on voting procedures targeting people of color. We're going we're gonna to pound the pulpit that your voting is being suppressed, and you need to believe that for your own good. That's what they're saying. The 2021 U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan is particularly noteworthy, given that House Republicans, should they take the majority of the midterm, in the midterms, have vowed to investigate. Yeah! Remember, before Afghanistan, there was a little thing called Benghazi, and Obama was president, and Hillary Clinton was secretary of state, and we were told by Susan Rice and Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama that the Benghazi failure, where four, I think, Americans were killed, was because of a video people saw online that they didn't know about the threat to the embassy in advance. That was all a lie. Just happened upon a video of what looks like about a two-year-old boy being uh, accosted by his kindergarten teacher, putting a mask on his face, and he's crying, and she's like, no, no, you have to wear it. No, no, I saw saw a four-year-old or a kindergarten student the other day, video of the kindergarten student. This is from back during the pandemic. California kindergarten, they called the cops on a kid because she refused to wear her mask. Does that traumatize a young person, you think? The stuff that was done in the name of, well, don't you dare criticize. Don't you dare ask questions. What do you mean where COVID came from? It came from a wet market. Don't ask questions. What do you mean you don't believe in the vaccine? No, you'll get one. You'll get two. You'll get a booster and another booster and another booster. By the way, I saw Rachel, Rochelle Walensky, rather, CDC test positive for COVID again. Um, I think that was like, It's weird, like you have COVID and then you test negative and then like a week later you test positive again. But at any rate, if if these, how many times are we told? 
vaccines will stop you from getting COVID. It's a dead end for COVID. And you couldn't dare question that. You'd lose your ability to converse with your friends on Facebook, Twitter, social media platforms. So the Department of Homeland Security has partnered with big tech. They've got a backdoor portal where anything that they don't like on social media, they go right to big tech and say, get rid of this. And they have, in fact, done it. And the danger of a government defining what you can hear and what you can't hear is that that government can then insulate itself from criticism. And that's how governments go wrong. And that's how people end up dead and in prison camps and starving. It's happened all over the world. It should never happen here. We are the great experiment in a republic. And the firewall against that happening is a free and open exchange of ideas, even crazy ideas, even stupid, nutso ideas like Alex Jones. I'd rather have a hundred Alex Joneses out there spouting their idiocy and their lunacy about Sandy Hook than to not have anybody have the freedom to espouse those views and be ridiculed as they well deserve to be ridiculed. Because people can be and should be trusted to know what is true and is not true, as opposed to a government bureaucrat deciding what is true and is not true and is not worth you hearing it, or is not worth the risk of you hearing it and perhaps holding them accountable for things they've done. Quoting from this report in The Intercept, how disinformation is defined by the government has not been clearly articulated. Oh, I'll articulate it for you. Anything that's critical of government is disinformation. The inherently subjective nature of what constitutes disinformation provides a broad opening, you think, for Department of Homeland Security officials to make politically motivated determinations about what constitutes dangerous speech. By the way, the border is secure. Remember, the border is secure. They've told us it's secure. It must be secure. It is secure. How dare you question it? A 2020 report by the Election Integrity Partnership at Stanford University, found that of nearly 4,800 flagged items on technology platforms, flagged by the government, 4,800 of them flagged by the government, tech platforms took action on 35% of them. They removed them or labeled them as misinformation. You ever have that happen to you? You go to retweet something or read or, or share something, and they're like, Wouldn't you like to read it first? That's code for, yeah, even if you share this, we're not going to let anybody see it. We're not going to let anybody see it. How many people about in the the aftermath of Elon Musk getting Twitter have talked about, hey, I gained like 10,000 followers. Hey, I noticed that my tweets now get like 10 times as many reactions and likes. Their memory holding stuff, just because you think it got circulated doesn't mean it got circulated. Also quoting from this Intercept report, prior to the 2020 election, tech companies, including Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, Discord, Wikipedia, Microsoft, LinkedIn, and Verizon Media, met on a monthly basis with the FBI and other government representatives. The meetings were part of an initiative that is still ongoing between the private sector and government to discuss how firms would handle misinformation during the election. Again, I say this happened in 2020 with Donald Trump, the president of the United States. I don't say that to blame Donald Trump. I say that to indicate 
how embedded this kind of ideology is in a government, even when an outsider, a man of the people, a populist, is the president of the United States. Do you think it's gotten better since Joe Biden became the president? Because if you do, I, I do not share your optimism. I do not share your optimism. That is why a week from today, it is essential for the future of our country, for the preservation of the free exchange of ideas. It is essential for the Republicans to get control of both the House and the Senate. Because I do believe they're not perfect, but I do believe they are committed to the Constitution. I will not go as far as to say that I can be certain that Anthony Fauci and Alejandro Mayorkas are people who should never go to prison for the things that they have done. I can't say that. But I want to know what they've done. I want to know the details of the... uh, What's the uh, health alliance? Uh, Eco-health alliance. Getting taxpayer money and sending that money to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. I don't think that's a partisan question. I think that's a plausible question. Did we fund, inadvertently, but did we fund research that led to an accident that killed millions of people around the world? Did we? Why is that a question we can't ask? Why can't we get to how the Hunter Biden laptop story got silenced? Why can't we get answers to that? Why can't we get the information on the phones of Tony Bobolinsky about Hunter Biden's dealings in Ukraine and China? Why are those off limits to examination by the American people? Hunter Biden's business associates in close proximity to, at that time, a vice president of the United States and now a president of the United States, that's not at least worth questions being asked. That doesn't have any possibility of brushing up against national security concerns. Why did we have to get out of Afghanistan the way we got out? If I'm a parent, a relative, a brother, a sister of Max Soviak, from Northeast Ohio, if I'm a parent, a brother, sister, friend of one of the other 12 servicemen blown up at the Abbey Gate, I think I'm entitled to those answers. I'm a Gold Star family member now because of decisions made by the U.S. government, and I can't even ask questions about my son or daughter's death. What led to it? Can we prevent it in the future so other people don't have to know the pain I'm going through? Those aren't reasonable questions. Those are reasonable questions in a republic. Those are not reasonable questions in a dictatorship. What do we have? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.